Hello. Week 11? How are you? Goodness gracious, I feel like the season is flying by. I hope you're doing fine. It's crazy out here. It, it is. It is it crazy is out crazy here. crazy out here. So, gosh, where do I start? We're here. We're back for week 11. I'm Tamara. I'm your boy, Tony James. And this is the, the fantasy. fantasy. Don't cut off my intro. I'm Tony James, the fantasy sage. I got to say the whole thing. Otherwise, it's just not right. Okay, so is it said or? It is, it is now said. Okay, so this is the fantasy football show, show, show. Name pending. Is that like trademark pending? Yeah, we, we got to fix that. That's, mm. that's just <coughs> generic. That's fine. I like it, but yeah, I, mean, I mean, if you, you like don't. the fantasy football show, yeah, because that's exactly what this is. That's so generic. The fantasy football show, the only one you'll ever need. I guess. So it's week eleven. <clears throat> Tony, how did you do this week? Um, four and two. Four and two. I was no. That's a lie because Ooh, there was a comeback victory that happened to me on Monday night. <laughs> Cam Newton and Devin Funches. I got smacked by seven points. I was up by 40 people. And got... Uh, that one-two combination. Yeah, that hurt. That yeah. hurt. So, yes, three and three was the final tally uh, of the week. Well, I am two of three, and I just cannot pull a win in the work league for some reason, even though... It's a tough one. I scored more points than half of the other people in the league. I did not score more points than the person I was actually playing. Wrong opponent. So that's how that went. Ooh, my trade went through. Who did you trade? <sighs> I needed a running back. Uh huh. I had Aaron Jones, Devontae Freeman, and uh, both got injured. This week. Oh, I hate when that happens. Devontae Freeman's in concussion protocol. Aaron Jones has some kind of injury. We'll talk about later that he's going to be out for multiple weeks. So I was basically riding with LeGarrette Blunt and Amir Abdullah. That's my uh, my starting tandem. So I had Tom Brady as a quarterback. I've been looking to shop him all year. Um, and this was the time, huh? And I was able to turn him into Alex Smith and Adrian Peterson. Both of which I believe are ha- going to have good schedules come playoff time. So, um, kind of betting on Alex Smith quite a bit here. Betting the house on Alex Smith in this league, and hopefully he can uh, do me some good. Definitely for the next two weeks, he's got good matchups, mm-hmm. and so I that will carry me into the playoffs. And then in the match in the playoffs, he'll be consistent. So I'm I'm good. I'm, mm. I'm good with it. Top quarterback you're giving up. So let's let's get into top players for this week. And Ugh. and when we say this week, we mean the week that just passed. Yeah, week ten. It just occurred to me that possibly people think we're projecting into week eleven. I'm reading stats. So there's Oh, that's that. true. Yeah. I don't it's been a long day. And I'm talking about whether it's real or whether it's that's not real right. upcoming opponents, all that type of stuff. So, so now that we have that established <laughs> Now, I'm going to go, of course, standard scoring, as usual. Okay. So, quarterback number one, 35 points, Cam Newton. Cam Newton in half-point PPR as well. Quarterbacks are usually going to run pretty much the same because they're not catching passes, so they're not getting that half-point PPR. 
Um, so Cam Newton, 35.7 fantasy points, 254 yards, four touchdowns, and add 95 rushing yards to that. He had an amazing day. Cam Newton is a boss on Monday night. Yeah, and then started acting like a jerk in the in the um he's just at the podium. He wins poorly, he loses poorly, he does everything poorly. He dresses poorly. He's out there like a little kid. And don't get me wrong, I love to see them having fun. I want to see Cam having fun out there. But at the same time, I don't want to see that same guy pouting with his lip poked out. I don't want to talk to the press after I lose. And I don't want you asking me hard with questions. With that hat and that and about, jacket. Don't ask me about routes, girl. Don't ask me about <laughs> any of that. I don't, I don't want to see that. If you're going to win that way, you need to be graceful with your looks. Yeah. You need to take it on the chin. You need to take accountability and responsibility. Move on to the next week. Uh, <coughs> number two. Kirk. Kirk Cousins. Cousins. 27.6 fantasy points, 327 yards, a you touchdown. You like that? Five. He managed to get two rushing touchdowns with only five rushing yards. That's G. Hmm. That's goal line rushing. Um, real quick, Cam Newton's on a bye this week. And then he's got the Jets, the Saints, mm-hmm. to finish out most people's fantasy regular season. And then week 14, he's got the Minnesota Vikings. It's a very tough defense. So think about that going into your first week of your fantasy playoffs. If you've got Cam as a starter, take that in consideration. Um, Kirk Cousins has is at New Orleans and then has the Giants and then has a very broken Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. That is a division game, but we saw what they are without Ezekiel Elliott this mm-hmm. week. So I don't know. Rounding out the top five, we got Jared Goff still doing what Goff does, mm-hmm. 26.5. C.J. Beathard, this was a perfect week to start him. He was playing against the New York Giants. The Giants are trash. Niners get their first win. And uh, Case Keenum coming back into form. He's got uh, Stephon Diggs back in the lineup healthy. It was a big Adam Thielen day for him. So 24.1 fantasy points for him. It looks pretty good for him going forward. Okay. Running backs. Is that where we're at next? Yeah. Um, Half point PPR, I've got Mark Ingram. That's who's number one in standard as well. 31 fantasy points. He was 21 carries for 131 yards and three touchdowns. Um, He's got Washington, LA Rams, and Carolina. Look, ever since Adrian Peterson left, this run game has been figured out. Him and Alvin Kamara are the truth. Yeah. Continue to rock with those guys. Uh Excuse me. Somebody's been battling a cold. Yeah, I have. I have and we been. don't have a cough button, so he's coughing all into the mic. I am. So I'm going to be uh, clearing my throat and coughing throughout the course of this podcast. We're going to try to fly through this thing pretty quickly today. Um, I got a lot of injuries, so we'll get there later. Um, as far as Ingram is concerned, taper expectations in week 13 against Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a little bit sketchy. It's a division game. It's at home. So they should play well. Just be careful of that game. It's going to be pass heavy. Um, then I've got Latavius. I mean, excuse me, DeMarco Murray. Okay. We had yes. a DeMarco Murray sighting. Now, those of you that know me, actually, nobody time. out here probably knows how I talk about <laughs> fantasy. Because usually I'm at home screaming at my husband uh, or my parents. Um DeMarco Murray, actually, no, this is why we have the podcast. I know you guys have heard me say I was going to get rid of DeMarco Murray. Man, it's been tough, tough sledding for this guy, but we finally had a sighting. 
He had a great game, 27 fantasy points, 14 for 42 and two touchdowns, and he also had four receptions for 30 yards and another touchdown. He had a great day. Now he's in Pittsburgh next week. Um, taper expectations, but then he's got Indianapolis, and then he's got Houston. So this goes to show that sometimes in smaller leagues, it's not good to have a lot of choices. Yeah. Because in the work league where I have nobody, I had no choice but to play him. Right, right. And it actually worked out. In a smaller league, I put people in over DeMarco Murray and left all those points sitting on my bench. Sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench. Um, I try to stand. He's one of my favorite running backs. I just loved him. I've well, loved him ever since he was in Dallas. It's, na- it's all name recognition ever right since now. since he left Dallas. Even when I died with him two years ago when he was in Philly. I died with him in fantasy. I just rocked with him. It didn't work out. And I've been rocking with him ever since he's been in Tennessee. I, I just, I'm a fan, and I love him when he plays well. But uh, it's, you know, you live and die with that decision. Rounding out the top five, Austin Eckler. I don't know. Who? Exactly. This is a guy that plays opposite um, uh, L.A. Rams. He plays opposite Todd Gurley. Um, No, Chargers. L.A. Chargers. Oh, Chargers? Sorry. Sorry. He plays opposite uh, Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Couldn't think of his name to save my life. All I could see is Danny Woodhead. That's how far back I am. Yeah, Woodhead is. I know. He'll always be a Charger to me. Uh, but he had a good day. 24.4 fantasy points. Don't start him. Don't yeah. waste your waiver priority on him. Eichler. Don't go picking him up. Starting week one. One. Zero. Zero. No eleven. Two. Zero. Nine. One. Bye. 21. Yeah, cut it so out. clearly this is a fluke. Cut it out. Deion Lewis. 22.5 fantasy points. And that's with Rex Burkhead having a good day. See, now, in standard scoring, Kamara outscored Lewis. I have them separated by 0.2 points. And they're separated by two points in standard scoring. Because so it must have been the, in the passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin Kamara rounding out the top five. Again, goes back to that uh, New Orleans backfield. They're just, they're solid. They figured it out. Wide receivers. Woo! It's about time. And who started this guy? I started this guy. Mr. Robert Woods. Yeah, the person who killed me in the work league started this guy as well. It was it was time. It I mean, was I'm not time. saying I was going to win. I'm just saying I didn't want to get smacked up the way I did. You know, Sammy Watkins is only a threat in some games. Um, Robert Woods is going to be, and the NC defenses assume that they've got to take away the top from that offense so that they, they double-team Sammy Watkins. Robert Woods has been having a field day for the last couple of weeks. Um, Stay in the flames with him. I think it's real. 33.1 fantasy points, eight receptions for 171 yards and two touchdowns. Taper expectation next week against the Vikings, but then he's got the Saints and the Cardinals. That's kind of a tough schedule ending out your season. Um, I would start him next week against Minnesota and just kind of see how that offense plays against a tough defense. You'll find out next week, excuse me, this week, whether or not he's matchup proof. All right, number two, Adam Thielen. Thielen, 26.6, eight for 166 and a touchdown. Um, Again, this goes back to Case Keenum. It, It seems like he's found his mojo. And I hope this keeps up. He's got the Falcons, the Terra, oh, excuse me, excuse me, I'm wrong. He's got the Rams. 
Detroit, and then at Atlanta. Hmm. So we'll see if they can keep that up. He knows Teddy Bridgewater is in the wind, and that organization is just waiting for him to mess up so they're going to have a reason to throw Bridgewater in. But they're rolling. So stay in the flames with those guys. Uh, Devin, excuse me, yes, Devin Funches. 23.7 23.7 fantasy points. Chester Rogers, mm-hmm. 20.2 fantasy points. And A.J. Green, right off the top five. Chester Rogers. This is interesting. Um, the Colts are bad. Yeah. They're really bad. So Chester Rogers is just, uh, don't believe in it. Don't believe the hype. Okay, Jacoby Brissett got hurt this week. We'll talk about his injury a little bit later. (laughs) He's ranked 100. They're just not a good team. (laughs) So that's not a guy I'd want to bet on trying to make the fantasy playoffs. I saw 9-5-9-3-100, and I was like, why is there such a difference? What is that? Oh, it's position rank because he he sucks. He's terrible. Also, uh, let's talk about Funches for a minute. Mm -hmm. Now, I think... Uh, that, that I picked that him up and he and he saved my one of my games. Yes, look with Kelvin Benjamin out in Carolina, yeah. Devin Funches has taken a huge step. And Greg Olson still hurt. Kristen McCaffrey has taken a huge mm-hmm. step forward, and Greg Olson is back in Week Twelve after the bye. This offense is about to be firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when you see a guy leave, how the offense starts to come into like you know come yeah, into it come like? into its own. That would be like if you left your job and all of a sudden everyone got yeah. a raise and How they does that make you feel? Cut hours. Yeah, like <laughs> meanwhile in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin's dropping touchdown passes, <laughs> looking like a clown out there. So, you know, they're they're firing on all cylinders right now. So we just have to we have to watch the matchups with Carolina. They have a good record, but I think their record is a little bit deceiving. So just be cautious when starting these guys in Carolina. Really? Because after the game, everyone was saying, this is the cam of old. This is cam of 2015. That's recency bias. See, people react. Oh, that's good. good I like that recency bias. That's an (laughs) academic term right there. (laughs) People react to a good game, and then they start to analyze and go, wait a minute. You know what I mean? So just pause. Don't don't get too happy, okay, on the Funches train. Uh, Tight ends. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy. 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 Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham's Jimmy. Jimmy. Fairly consistent. Uh, Six for 27, two touchdowns, 17 fantasy points. He's got Atlanta, San Francisco, and Philly. All decent matchups for Mm -hmm. the tight end. So stay in the flames. Uh, Jermaine Gresham. You know, this is an interesting one because Arizona Cardinals are not a team that generally uses the tight end heavily. Mm -hmm. But now since... um, David Johnson. Nah, the old guy. Larry Fitzgerald. Carson Palmer. Oh. Since you Carson, should have said the quarterback. <laughs> Since Carson Palmer went down, they've actually been utilizing the tight end a little bit more, specifically in the last two weeks. Mm. Um, so Gresham is a guy, another spot start. He's got Atlanta, San Francisco. Uh, excuse me, no. He's got Houston, Jacksonville. Don't play him against Jacksonville. He's got Houston, Jacksonville, and the Rams in his next three matchups leading up to the fantasy playoffs. So, you know, just that's a tough one. I, I, I don't I wouldn't start him personally. I'd try to have somebody different or try to stream a tight end and it wouldn't be Gresham, but you just never know. So mm-hmm. he's a hit or miss guy. Rounding out the top five, you got your boy Garrett Selleck. I told you to start whatever tight end was playing against the Giants on the 49ers because <laughs> they suck against the tight end. 
Austin Hooper with 13.9, and Evan Ingram as one of the only pass catchers on the New York Giants, continuing to do what Evan Ingram does. So what has happened? Sorry. What has happened is um, I had Austin Hooper. He yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. So I cut Austin Hooper. Yeah. Then he started cut, catching touchdowns. Yeah. Now my tight end is on a bye. They're using him in the red zone. I picked up Austin Hooper. I would do it. Let's see. Let's Who- see what happens. You guys will know next week <clears throat> if I'm pissed off at Austin. Now you Hooper. might be. <laughs> now here's the thing. Well, but we're, we're actually ma- are we going to talk about that game later? Uh, we, Atlanta. Let's see. Are we going to talk about that game? Yes, we are going to talk about that game later. And we will talk about Austin Hooper later. So we will get to that. They've got Seattle that has a hurt defense. We're going to get to that. Oh, okay. Let's well, just so you know, I did, I did. I mean, I didn't just pick him up just because he understand. scored last week. I, I mean, you. I did look at his matchups. I, yeah, I, can, I, can. I only need him for one week. You don't have to prove to me that you know what you're doing. But I feel like I don't because in the work league, <laughs> it's really started to bother me that I can't put two wins together. And I just know... I know they are cursing Look, death upon my team. This is, this is what I'll say. I love you, right? Yeah. But every week, <laughs> right? I make a when horrible decision. When we sit down decision. and start talking about your scores, and then I look and see who you started versus who you sat, and I'm like, well, how'd you come to, how'd you come well, to that in my In my like, defense. You don't listen to the podcast. There's guys I specifically say to start on here that you sit on the bench. Who? In the work league. And, well, that might be true in one of my other leagues league. where I have more options, but in the work but, league, I don't have options. I have Danny Inman, who Don, I picked. Dontrell. I mean, Dontrell Inman. Who, you should cut. Uh, yeah, like, but th- there's like nobody. I'm adding him to my new segment. You should, you should cut him. <laughs> you need to cut him. That's pretty much what my new segment is. <laughs> you guessed it. But we're going to get to that a little bit later as well. Well, no, let me go back to defending <coughs> myself here. No. Uh, yeah, no, I, can, I have There's time. There's no defense. I have time. So I have, okay, Ty Montgomery, who until magically last week, when he caught told, a touchdown before he was start. hurt, was doing nothing. You, I wouldn't have told you to start. Jeremy Macklin. I definitely wouldn't have told you to start. Fat Rob, who is now hurt, so yeah. it's a good thing I didn't start him. Dontrell Inman. No, I had to pick up Cooper Cup. Yeah, that's that's my point. Like you act like no, but what I'm I have is, good people on the bench. I have nobody. I, I get it. You're talking about one of your three leagues, right? There's yeah. other leagues where I'm like the other leagues. I don't have the problem that I have I'm in the work saying, league. Well, you're still losing. That's this what is what an argument sounds like. <laughs> oh, I'm losing because last time I checked, I'm making a playoff run, and people are talking. But what you just said, you only won. I won two of my three games, but I'm only worried about the work league because that's the only one that matters. I don't know if that's the only one that matters. That matters for your ego. Yeah, (laughs) which is what matters. (laughs) I want the money. Damn the ego. I want the money and the fantasy trophy. Who cares about the money? I need to be able to walk in there and shit on people. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. I know I don't use that language on this podcast. I don't even curse on this podcast, people. I know. I'm sorry. Goodness gracious. But somebody out there feels me. It's got no home training. Um, I know what you're saying. <laughs> She's such a fucking lady. Anyway, I know. So let's let's run down. I was and, raised and that look, way. I know she doesn't want me to to have a long injury segment. She only wants me to talk about the relevant injuries from the previous. Oh, that's week. not true. I just, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna run them down. Just run them down. But the thing is, it's because there's so many every week. No, I know, but. Now who's we're even getting, playing? We're getting, still, we're getting to the point now where it's like I agree. It's important to know who's coming the fantasy back. Fantasy playoffs. 
Okay, so these, every single matchup at this point matters. So I've got a page and a half. And you're right, I, I did not listen to the podcast last week. Usually after I rec- we record and I upload, the next day I'll listen to it. Mm. I did not last week. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I said, so I start those people. And I win. Barely. Mm. Mm. Devin Funches came back on you. Ah, that hurt. Um, all right, so let's run them down. John Brown, back injury, limited practice today. He doesn't matter. Drew Stanton has a knee injury mm. and is doubtful. Do you know what that means? In- We're on the third string quarterback <laughs> in Arizona. And do you know who that is? The real American, Blaine Gabbert. Wow. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Blaine, 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 go to Blaine. YouTube and look up Blaine Gabbert, Real American. You're going to laugh. Oh, my God. I'm doing it right now as it's, you run through the injury. Blaine is a real American. It's hilarious. Oh, and it's, then is it just terrible. a whole bunch of like shots of him <coughs> not completing passes? Oh, it's pretty. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, David Johnson, with his wrist injury, had his cast removed Monday. Mm-hmm. He did not practice. No, he did not. But they said he could be back in December. Now, I, I mentioned this a long time ago when he first got hurt. It depends. Pay attention to where they are in the standings. Because if they're not in the playoff hunt, they're not going to see any point to rushing him back. And they'll probably just let him sit the rest of the season. So you've got him sitting on your IR spot. If you have an IR spot or if you're thinking about picking him up and putting him on the bench, just consider that. Um, Devontae Freeman is in concussion protocol, got hurt this weekend, and is doubtful. For those of you who were like me, he went out in the first quarter <laughs> not to return one fantasy point. Oh, that's uh, better than the nothing that, um, that hurt that uh, Aaron Rodgers got me when he got hurt. That was pretty, pretty painful. Uh, Danny Woodhead, hamstring, is back practicing in a full capacity. So he will be back in the lineup this week. How long has he been out? Four weeks? He was put on IR. So whenever you're on IR, yeah, it's got to be eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so he's eligible. Charles Clay, knee injury, did not practice. Greg Olson, foot injury, returns to practice in a full capacity. Well, in a larger capacity this week. They're on a bye. Mm. They come back in week 12. He'll be ready to play. Brandon LaFell, knee injury, did not practice today. Jeremy Hill, ankle injury, uh, and is opting for season-ending surgery. Wow. So, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon. Mm. Deshaun Kaiser suffered a rib injury this week. Uh, he was a limited participant in practice today. Isaiah Crowell, shoulder injury, was also a limited participant in, limited in practice today. Kenny Britt with a knee injury limited. Corey Coleman. Had a hand injury early in the season. Is returning from IR this week. Um, Cleveland sucks, so, you know, taper expectations for him. But if he's a guy you've been holding on to because of his ceiling, then, you know, maybe he's worth a shot if you're hurting. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, as we know. Wait, are we doing injuries? Are we Because you know he has his own segment. Uh, uh, yeah, but this is quick. In Zeke news. <laughs> Look, Zeke finally has been suspended 
Um, he served his first game suspension this past week. Again, the Dallas Cowboys suck without him. Is he going to Europe like Andrew Luck? He did. He said he was going to go. <laughs> Apparently, that's where all football players <laughs> who aren't playing right now go. They go to Europe. the country to go train, to get a clear his head and train. Those were his words. Clear my mind. I got to clear my mind and train. He's going to get high mm. for the first three weeks. It is legal out there. Uh, maybe the first four weeks. And then he's going to stop smoking for two weeks and work out. And then he'll be back after your fantasy playoffs. So there's no point in you holding on to him at this point. Six weeks, well, that puts us in week 16? Mm-hmm. It does. That's, yeah. You've, you're, you, you've pretty much got your Super Bowl after that. If you're in the Super Bowl in week 16 and Zeke is back, I guess you can play him? All right, when, are, when do most um, leagues have their trade most, cutoff? Um... It, ESPN standard is next week. Okay. Is the trade deadline. I don't have a trade deadline in any of the leagues that I GM. Okay. Um, but standard leagues in ESPN, yes, next so week. So keep that in mind. You, If you don't know already, see if your league has trade deadlines because you won't be able to trade for him later. Right. So 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, he's out. He will be back in what will be most people's Super Bowl. So if you have Ezekiel Elliott and you want to hold on to him and hope for the best in Week 16 if you make the bowl, great. Or if you trade for him, if you're one of the better teams and you have something that you can give up for Zeke, it might be worth a shot. Um, he has decided he came out today and released a statement that he, he has appeal rights, but he's no longer going to appeal. So he's going to go ahead and sit out and let these six games go by. Uh, Des Bryant, knee injury, did not practice today. Demarius Thomas, knee injury, limited participant. Brock Osweiler with a shoulder, limited participant. Mm. Ty Montgomery, rib injury, did not practice today. Aaron Jones, MCL sprain, out for multiple weeks. Okay, so you've got Aaron Jones out, Ty Montgomery out. Jamal Williams. Okay. Jamal Williams. If waivers cleared today and nobody went and picked up Jamal Williams, that's the guy you want to go get. Oh, let me see in my leagues, although you probably already picked him up. Um, I did in one. In the other leagues, I don't need him, but I did go get him in one that's league. That's the problem when, when you're in a lot of leagues with your co-host, <laughs> is that you guys are usually yeah, vying for the same definitely. people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Will Fuller, rib injury, unlikely to play. Who cares? Uh, Jacoby Brissett, concussion. And this concussion came after the game. He developed these concussion symptoms symptoms after the game, which is a little bit more concerning. Usually leads to a player being out uh, in his next upcoming matchup. Um, I have no idea who their backup quarterback is after Jacoby Brissett. Um, so you're not going to be starting him anyway. I don't know if the name is relevant, but if you want to know it, my co-host is looking it up now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Mercedes Lewis, knee, limited in practice today. Leonard Fournette, ankle, limited in practice today. Alan Hearns, ankle. He had an MRI on his ankle this week. No structural damage, but he's still walking around in a boot and crutches. So, I don't know. Taper expectations for Hearns. Scott Tolzien. Oh, it's Tolzien? Mm-hmm. Okay, Scott Tolzien it is. Uh, Marquise Lee, knee, did not practice today. Phillip Rivers in concussion protocol, limited participant. Jarvis Landry with a chest injury from Monday night, limited participant. 
Martellus Bennett, shoulder and a hamstring injury, limited participant. Oh, didn't he just get back to the Patriots? Just got back. Yeah. This is probably and actually played a decent game. This is probably what um, who yeah, cut him? Uh, yeah. uh, Green Bay. Green Bay was talking about with the undisclosed injury. <laughs> Danny Amendola has a knee injury, limited participant. Mm-hmm. Chris Hogan hamstring still is not back to practice. So you've got Danny Amendola mm-hmm. hurt. Yep. Chris Hogan, hurt. Um, outside of Gronkowski. Cooks. Oh, I do have Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Cooks. That's going to be your guy. Hmm. A couple other guys we might see step up. Uh, but and James White is going to be catching passes out of back. He's always hit or miss, though. Like, he could catch a touchdown and be playable, or he could just take up room on your bench and now you're mad. I mean, on your your. Am I talking about – I'm actually talking about him later, too. Okay. So we'll get to that. Um, where am I? Matt Forte is still hurt. C.J. Beathard injured his right thumb. Uh, he had x-rays done, no fractures, but the 49ers are on a bye anyway, so no big deal. <coughs> Excuse me, CJ Prosize, ankle injury out at least six weeks. <laughs> um, they're saying he could return for the NFC Championship game. They have to make it there first. And then Thomas Rawls just sucks. So. Thomas Rawls sucks. Eddie Lacy's hurt. I have no idea what's going on in that backfield. Uh, Jameis Winston, shoulder. Now, <laughs> this is a funny one because this is like the announcement before the announcement. Mm-hmm. So the announcement that the team put out today was the team's has no plans on shutting Jameis Winston down for the season. No, this is before they announced he was hurt? No, no, no. This is the annou- today's announcement. Uh-huh. But whenever you hear that, that's usually the announcement before the announcement that's like, oh, he's not responding to treatment. He's not going <laughs> to play for the rest of the season. You know what else? It's usually how this he happens. He sucks. Uh, you know. You know what else? He started a fight last week. He did. What a punk. He got his boy suspended. That was terrible. Jordan Reed hamstring did not practice. Mr. Injury himself. Rob Kelly ankle is on IR. Yeah. Yeah. You know <coughs> what? You know season's why? over. It's been over because he's been hurt with various body parts for the last at least five weeks, yep. if not six. That's it. That's it for my injuries. Um, so real quick, let's run down the bye weeks this week. You've got the Indianapolis Colts. You've got the New York Jets. San Francisco 49ers and the Carolina Panthers. I wish they had been on a bye last week, then I wouldn't have lost. That. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that's true. Because if they're on a bye, then that means they're not playing. Salty. So, I'm a so. bit salty. I'm a bit salty. Can so we tell? did Zeke news, and we kind of did will Andrew Luck ever play again? The answer is no, because now he lives in Europe. I think he's doing the whole Ricky Williams thing, smoking, living in Sonoma. I mean, not Sonoma. I gave um, my hot take last week on Andrew Luck. He'll be a Jacksonville Jaguar next season. Bet that. Yeah. There's a possibility Bet of that. That's happening. You know, anything can happen. Trump is president, so. Do we have any water bets? We haven't made any water bets in a long time. No, and time. we will not start tonight. You just agree with everything I say. That's why there's no reason to, 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 to bet anything. Yes, when I'm tired and I don't show prep, that is correct. <laughs> I just let you talk. You hear that, folks? No show prep for my co-host. What kind of... I take the time out of my day to sit down and look at all these stats and these numbers, and you come here. So while you're at work, you can just sit all day and look at look, man, stats, because... 
I do it on my Clearly lunch break. Clearly, your job is easy. I do it when I get home. On my lunch break, I do homework, and when I get home, I kind of do homework. Too. Goodness gracious, excuses! I do have excuses. Well, I take I Hitting. take our kid to karate, so. Oh okay. Well, I guess you can. And I have to go to the gym so I can keep looking this fit. You didn't do that today. I did take him to karate. Mm-hmm. I did not do the gym today. So you could have. But there is body pump tomorrow. In karate and then. But then I was picking up stuff for the house. See, see, this is what this is what affords you the comforts of not having to do stuff. Whatever. Anyway, okay. Enough of our marriage bickering. We're gonna do. Let's jump into this this new segment. We're rolling through this thing today. Okay, so the new segment, if I remember correctly, is you need to cut it. (laughs) Look, man. I roam around fantasy rosters all week long. That's what I do. Okay, I'm looking for trades. I'm looking for steals. I'm looking for. I'm sitting in class on Tuesday nights, and I'm looking for all kinds of stuff. And wait, I, wait, and wait, wait, wait. The same class you just threw in my face, like I have school too. Now even in class, you could just sit look, and look man, at fantasy. Look, man, I'm a, I'm ahead of the class. All right, I'm an honor student. I should be a TA. What are you going to school for, Tony? Business admin. Business admin. How much longer do you have? Two years. Two and a half years. I think you could probably do it in 18 months. That'd be dope. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about this segment. Okay. All right. So as I'm scouring the waiver wire and scouring these, uh, these other people's rosters for deals in all of my six leagues, I often find myself staring at their roster and thinking... Why? Damn. <laughs> I'd have cut that guy weeks ago. Oh. And I don't understand. Like, some of these guys just feel like some of them are big names, right? Some of them are names where it's like, oh, so and so is super dope and he's out six weeks and he might be back and so I'm going to hold on to him. Which is like, okay. I could see that if you have an injured reserve yeah, spot. Like, I wouldn't okay. take up a bench spot for that. Some of these guys are like, I know you spent your last draft pick of the draft on him, and he was your like sleeper of the draft, secret super secret pick that was going to get you all these fantasy points, and is not panning out, and he's just hanging out, taking up a bench spot. Meanwhile, people wonder why they're losing. Because you got three quarterbacks, three tight ends, <laughs> an extra kicker, and you, now, like, I realize that I, I am understand. in no position to talk about someone else. But can we all agree? You do not need three quarterbacks. You do not need three Unless you're in a two-quarterback league, which I thought I was in this season. <laughs> you do not need two quarterbacks. You don't. You don't need two tight ends. You don't need two kickers. Well, you in one of our leagues. two defenses. One of our leagues, we have a flex spot and a That's wide receiver tight end spot. That's not most leagues. I know, but I'm just pointing out that there might be a reason that you would have two tight ends. But people understand that. Like, but if you have a league where you could start two tight ends, right. like, then it makes sense to have two tight ends. Right. Right? But in most standard leagues, you only, have, you only you need just, one. You're taking up bench spots. Use those bench spots for position players, running backs. Wide receivers. The people who get hurt the most. One of right. the wide receivers get hurt all the time. So you need to have backup plans and then backup plans for your backup plans. Yes. We generally refer to those as handcuffs. I just said earlier, I lost Devontae Freeman and Aaron Jones in a week. In one week. In one week. And now and I got to really figure it out. And really it's more like a day because all the games are played on the same day. It, yeah, right. And so now I've got to figure it out. Like, 
I didn't plan well. I looked at the the bench on that roster, and you know what I had? Four wide receivers. Oh, And gosh. one extra running back. And went, oh, I don't even know how this happened. So immediately what I would think is, okay, you're going to look at your wide receivers, see if you can make a trade if there's no one on, right, on waivers. Right. But I digress. Yes. Because this is, you need to cut it. And I'm going to run through this list very quickly. Okay. This better not be my team. It's, I mean, is, it can it's be. It's a lot of you cats. You can use me first. These but. are just cats in the past week. Okay. Just in the past seven days that I've seen on rosters, and I don't understand why they're there. All right? John Brown and J.J. Nelson. Okay, I will say, I had J.J. Nelson <laughs> on my bench only because there was nobody to cut him for. And so, I mean, like, I could just have an empty bench. Cut him. I did, actually. You'll be proud of me. I did cut him. Any Baltimore Raven? Um... Okay, I know this is such a girl thing to say, but I get my purples mixed up. So I just have to remember who's Joe Baltimore Flacco. and who's... That's right. Okay, yes. Okay. So the only Baltimore Yeah, because immediately I thought, oh, Stefan Diggs, but nope, that's nope, a different purple. That's Minnesota. Yep. Right? Any Baltimore Raven. Yeah. Jeremy Macklin. Well, but what about Buck Joe Allen? Flacco. Buck Allen's garbage. Yeah, that's name Allen, recognition. Allen, 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 Collins. Collins turns out to be a flop. No, yeah, C- no, you're right. Him. Cut I can't him. even think like I wouldn't even look at Baltimore's D. Jeremy Hill. That's name recognition. Giovanni Bernard. Name recognition. Cut him. Yeah. These guys aren't doing anything yeah. for your team. You look at them every week at the bottom of your bench and you never once have put them in your starting lineup. Cut them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you'll you, you'd be amazed at how free you feel. That is so true. <laughs> when you finally just press the drop button, that big bright red drop that's so scary. You feel you're gonna feel enlightened. You're gonna feel like, oh man, now I have a. It's gonna feel like you have so much room on your <laughs> roster. It's just one spot. It's just one spot. Oh my God, Giovanni uh, Bernard you, was taking up like three bench cut spaces. Him. Cut him, uh, Rashard Higgins. Yeah, you know what though? That was like a oh, I thought I was doing a sneak like exactly. sneaky pickup, and then he turned out to be nothing. Yeah. Cut him, uh, David and Joku. Rookie tight end, cut him. Randall Cobb. That's name recognition. Cut him. Name and team recognition. Now, Aaron Jones. Don't be afraid to cut him. Will Fuller. Now, we know what he was at the beginning of the season, but as soon as they lost to Sean Watson, he's still hanging out on a bunch of your rosters. Cut him. He's not going to be relevant for the rest of the year. Trust Mm. me. If he scores a touchdown in week 15... Don't come yelling at me because I told you to cut him. But anyway, I could score a touchdown in week 15. You probably weren't going to start him anyway. You know who else? Who was the tight end that we just saw with 21 points from uh, San Francisco? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Andrew Luck. Okay. Andrew Luck. Okay. He's never, how many times have we told him he's never going to play football again? He's not going to magically start and then you're going to put him in your lineup and he's going to. in your injured reserve spot? He's not even injured anymore. Cut him. Cut Andrew Luck. TJ Yeldon. Cut TJ Yeldon. Running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's. They have Leonard Fournette. That's part name recognition and part he had one good week like two weeks ago. Sharkendrick West. Name recognition. Cut him. Remember when he was good? Yeah, I do. Like two seasons ago. When they didn't have Kareem Hunt. That's yeah. when he was good. <laughs> okay. No, they Cut didn't have him. Kareem Hunt. And who was hurt? Because he was a handcuff. Was Jamal Charles was He was a handcuff Jamal, Jamal Charles, Charles. Yeah. Cut him. Antonio Gates. Cut him. 
look, they got him the record. Old man Gabe. Week two, he got the record. He caught his record-breaking touchdown, which they couldn't get him at the end of last season. So the only reason they kept him. Yeah. He got his record, and you haven't seen him since. Yeah, because he's pretty much going to retire at the end since. of this. He's done. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dwayne Allen. Dwayne Allen went to the New England Patriots to replace Did he? Martellus because he Bennett. still has a Colts jersey on in my head. To replace Martellus Bennett. When Martellus Bennett went to Green Bay, they picked up Dwayne Allen. And then they fired him because he had be... undisclosed injuries. Right. <laughs> I can't get over he that. He's supposed to be Wait, the wait, wait. You're hurt? Nobody told us you were hurt. You, you heard about <laughs> it all offseason. Dwayne Allen. Dwayne Allen in this offense. Dwayne Allen's going to be great. Dwayne Allen this. Two tight end sets in New England. Where is he? J- J- um, New England. New England? Opposite side I don't see. I don't see that, though. They're not using him now. Yeah, I don't see. They don't need him. Get rid of him. It's like. It's like Kevin Durant going to Golden State. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, um, the Warriors. Like you said it right. Yeah, it's like why are there's like eight million people who can shoot jumpers and threes and score on that team. You're not going there to be the best scorer. You're not going there because you're going to be the best player on the team. Yeah. You're going there to win. Okay, okay, here's what I meant by that. I'm not comparing Dwayne. ended up being the leading scorer and winning MVP okay. in the finals. So. <laughs> so I realized where I went wrong there. I wasn't comparing Dwayne <laughs> Allen to Kevin Durant as far as their playing ability in their respective sports. Right. What I was saying was, you're not going to the Patriots because you think you're going to turn the team around. No, right. You're going to the Patriots because you, you want to be on a winning team, whether or not you have a big role in that or not. Right, but I think a lot of people saw how they utilized Martellus Bennett last year. They won a Super Bowl. They did a lot of two tight end sets with him and Gronk. Yeah, but even Martellus they, Bennett he was, was hit or miss. He, exactly. But this dude's just miss. Like, he hasn't had one good game all season long. All season. Yeah, that's true. Dwayne Allen's been nothing. And it was like, you listen to the commentators and you listen to all these guys who know football, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and everybody was talking about how amazing of a, of a duo this was going to be. See, I would want to know when like, they got rid of Bennett and when they picked up Dwayne Allen because it could be that they went without a strong second tight end for so long that they started rerouting plays. Not rerouting, but they started... Anyway, I don't know. I'm not an analyst. I just do a <laughs> podcast on Wednesdays. Go ahead. So, Dwayne Allen, get rid of him. Philip Dorsett is another guy that went from the Colts. I thought he retired. To the Patriots. I thought he retired. Yeah, pretty much. He might as well have. <laughs> Nowhere to be found in this offense at all, all season. Uh, hence my point. You go to the Patriots because you want to win. A, you want a Super Bowl ring, yeah. and you don't care if you set the bench or not. Mike Gillisley. Oh, he was promising, though. We watched him shine in the first couple weeks of the season. Then what? Um, then what? What's Gillespie done? People have started Gillespie, and it's it's bad. I made the mistake a few weeks ago in one of our first podcasts and said to start Gillespie, mm. and it was bad. They have too many running backs You're and too many flopper. good running backs. He's like fourth on the depth chart. Right. If that, get rid of him. Cut him. Cordero Patterson, look. Isn't he retired? Who are all these retired people on the Patterson's a Raider. Well, and he has like two touchdowns this season. Exactly. Right? I don't even know it. They're not using him. They're not using him the way that they should. Oh, maybe they should Cut be. him. Eli Rogers. Remember that name? Lightweight. Name from last year, Pittsburgh Steeler. Nowhere to be found. 
I do not see him and in my last. mind. When I say see him, I'm a very visual person. So if you talk to me in person, you see me look to the sky a lot. It's because I'm pulling things out of my head. <laughs> and I do not see Eli Rogers in a Pittsburgh jersey. Pittsburgh Stiller. Um, the last person is somebody that I just added to the list. Thanks to my uh, wonderful co-host, Dontrell Inman. Cut <laughs> Dontrell Inman. Look, what? I was trying to be sneaky two weeks ago. Why? I picked him up just to see if he could make something happen. Who does he play for? Um, Chargers, right? Who cares? No, there's a yes, rhyme or reason to this. He plays for the San Diego does he? Lightning Bolts. Excuse me, the LA Lightning Bolts. Okay, and who got hurt in, the, in LA? I think I picked him up because someone was hurt, and I wanted to see if he would step into the... I don't know. Right. Keenan Allen's there. Uh, the, the dude with dreads. There's a guy there with dreads. I can't think of his name right now. But he was hurt for the early part of the season. He's back now. Uh, Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams is back. Terrence Williams will forever have a Cowboys jersey on him. Oh, no, no, no. That is Terrence Williams. Hold on. What's the Williams that's on uh, Tyrell uh, Tyrell, yeah. Tyrell Williams. Yeah, he's back. He was out for the early part of the season, but he's back. Um, okay, well, first of all, Dontrell Inman plays for Chicago, so. Oh, he left He left L.A., huh? Even worse. I didn't realize he was no longer a Charger, because he used to be a Charger. Six of eight targets for 88 yards last week. That's fine. I don't know. I just picked him He's up. He's with a rookie quarterback. He's with Mitch Trubisky. Like, yeah, I was just trying to see what would happen. I don't know. I'm trying to make things happen in this work league. I told you, it's all about ego. <laughs> I I need to luck. I need to let it go. Let it You're go. right. <laughs> You're right. You know. You know what I realized, and I know you will agree with this, and so will some of our diehard fantasy fans out there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could overanalyze yourself into a loss. Yep. You ever see a team where clearly they're not managing their team? They don't know what they're doing. They picked up somebody off the auto draft who was hurt. They cut that person and picked up the next highest ranking person. Then all of a sudden they're seven and two. Yeah, I'm usually down to one guy. I've stopped, tried to stop doing that, and I set my <laughs> roster every week, and I look at it. I set it on Fridays, barring you know making sure all my trades went through, making sure all my waiver claims went through. Set my roster on Fridays. I don't look at it again until Sunday mornings. And I wake up Sunday morning, and there's always one dilemma that I have. Mm-hmm. And I usually end up switching that person out at the last minute. It either works or it doesn't. But the majority of my team is like, this year I have to say, even in my losses, it's, it's been a rare occurrence that I didn't put my best team out on the field. And so I feel pretty good about my analysis with that. Like, if my best product is out there and I still lose, I can live with that loss. If I have 29, like this past week, I didn't start Thielen. I have Thielen in two leagues. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of those leagues would have led to a win Mm -hmm. if I had Thielen in the lineup. And I I didn't even look at him to start him last week. So it was something that I missed. But for the most part, it's been been pretty good this year. So I'm coming along. It's taken me a lot of years. I've been playing for a long time. You have. It's taken me a lot of years to get to this point. I've been playing for a long time, and you <coughs> were playing at least two to three years before I started playing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to remind my co-host that we are not reading wins or losses until somebody tells me they want to hear it back into the podcast. Okay. So, you got to be bold. Go. <sighs> 
look. How can be seen? I want to. I want to open this segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, by apologizing to everybody. <laughs> I was terrible in my predictions last week. It was pretty bad. Jets versus Tampa Bay. Final score was 10 to 15. There was one relevant player in that whole game. That was Robbie Anderson. I did say to start Robbie Anderson. Four for 85 and a touchdown. I said to start D-Jax. He had six receptions for 82. He was utilized more, but not enough. Dallas, Atlanta. The Atlanta side of the ball was cool. Austin Hooper, 6 for 49 in a touchdown. I said to start him. But I also told you to start Freeman and Mohamed Sanu. Freeman mm-hmm. got hurt in the first quarter. Sanu was 3 for 29. In your defense, you couldn't have known that Freeman was going to get hurt. And then uh, the only one I kind of got right was the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. I said battle of the worst. It's going to be a lot of points scored. I believe the final score was 21 to 31. Eli was uh, 273 yards and two touchdowns. Evan Ingram was 6 for 31 and a touchdown. Orleans Darkwa had uh, 88 all-purpose yards. For some reason, I said to start uh, Brian Hoyer. Um, I must have been drinking last week because Brian Hoyer is now the backup for the New England Patriots and C.J. Beathard is our... So I hope you didn't start Brian Hoyer based on my advice last week. Uh, Carlos Hyde had over 100 all-purpose yards. Marquise Goodwin was one for 83 and a touchdown. The touchdown made his day. And I said start whoever's at tight end. Garrett Selleck, four for 67 and a touchdown. So that was a successful game. Well, what I'm hearing is one of three. Yes. That one game was a successful game of the three that I... Yeah, overall, though, I put you at 33%. It's pretty bad. Uh, My fantasy-led game was Green Bay against Chicago which was a very good game to watch. Um, There ended up being about four relevant players, Mitchell Trubisky being one of them. Devontae Adams had a decent day. Ty Montgomery with the one long touchdown ended up making a day for himself. And then got hurt. And Josh Bellamy. Josh Bellamy, Chicago wide receiver, caught a long, long touchdown. So I wouldn't consider that to be a gold, but it also wasn't a lead. There was some notable guys that you could have started in that game. Well, just because you didn't lose didn't mean you won. So. so let's get into this week. Did a little bit more homework. Or is that what it means? Did a little bit more homework this week. You know, <laughs> these, these, picks, these picks are going to be interesting. We're going to come in under an hour. Oh, we should be more around 45 minutes. Uh, we're at 51. Okay. All right. Rams, Vikings. A lot of people would say the Vikings defense is really, really solid. But I believe in the Rams offense more than I believe in the Minnesota Vikings defense. Um, start Jared Goff, start Todd Gurley, and start Robert Woods. Play all of them. On the Vikings side of the ball, Case Keenum, Jarek McKinnon, Adam Thielen, and I'm giving a special nod this week to Kyle Rudolph. Is he back? I yep. thought he was hurt. Uh-uh. Rudolph's back. Why did I think he was hurt? I have no idea. Start Kyle He's Rudolph. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Second game, we're traveling across the border. To Mexico City. <laughs> Patriots, Raiders mm-hmm. in Mexico City. I can't wait for this game. I know, aren't we? Isn't this Thursday night's game? Isn't this tomorrow night's no. game? No, 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 no. I believe it's Monday night. Tomorrow's Tennessee and somebody. Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Oh. 
Uh, Pats Raiders, Brady, Cooks, and James White. Start James White in this game. <coughs> Excuse me. I believe it's going to be a pass-heavy matchup. Match He's a pass-catching back. I might give a nod to Rex Burkhead, but they never used the same back two weeks in a row. Um, so I would go back to James White in this matchup. And then on the Raiders' side of the ball, I would start Derek Carr. I would start Michael Crabtree. I think Derek Carr's. Well, I think we're going to get back to the trend of the New England Patriots giving up 300 yards to the quarterback. Oh, that's I, I like so that. So start Carr, start Crabtree, start Marshawn Lynch. Um, last but not least, Falcons, Seahawks. I said we were going to get back to this game. Um, Tevin Coleman. Start Tevin Coleman against the Seahawks this week. <coughs> Contrary to popular belief, you can run on the Seattle Seahawks. Especially with everyone in their triple threat defense. defense well, that's why I'm saying to start Austin Hooper and Mohamed Sanu. I'm yeah. staying in the flames with Mohamed Sanu. He disappointed me last week. But I think they're going to use their good cornerbacks to shut down Julio, yep. which means it's going to be well, a big... Well, and let's be honest. It's not hard to shut down Julio when clearly he has two broken ankles <laughs> and, and, and can't stay on the field longer than two plays in a row. It's going to be a big wide receiver, two and tight end game for the Falcons. On the Seahawks side of the ball, I say start Russell Wilson, start Jimmy Graham, and hear me and hear me clear. Start Paul Richardson. Everybody wants to sleep on Paul Richardson. He's he's highs and lows, peaks and valleys with Paul Richardson. He shined one week. He came back last week and, and didn't really show up. I think this is going to be a good week for Paul Richardson. Um, fantasy led, Bengals, Broncos. Both of these teams are three and six. And even though Cincinnati has found their offense in the last couple of weeks, they're playing against a very, very solid Broncos defense. Is that um, what we're going to say about Denver's defense right now? They're still one of the top def- top ranked defenses in the league. Dang, Problem is defense. they're on the field too much because their offense sucks. Oh, so they're always exhausted. So they're tired. Uh, but the Bengals don't uh, don't offer much of a threat. To that, to that to that Denver Broncos defense. So I think this is just going to be a situation where the Broncos offense sucks and the Bengals offense is not good enough to get past that defense. So I predict a final score of this game of maybe 10 to 13, 10 to 16. That's going to be... You think it's going to be... I'm starting uh, McManus. That's what I was going to say. You think it's going to be a kicker? I'm starting the Broncos kicker as as my kicker in multiple leagues because I think they'll win the game, but Mm -hmm. I think they'll win it by a very, very small margin. Okay. Um, And yeah, that's that's what I got. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, people, we're like... Three quarters of the way through the season almost. Yeah, yeah. And, and week 11. One, and one of the points I wanted to make this week, and I'm going to dive into it a little bit more on next week's podcast, but really start looking. If you're a guy that's 7-3, and 6-4. and four, Or girl. Or girl. Because we have a couple. <coughs> well, we have definitely one in one definitely, of our leagues. Absolutely. But if you're, if you're a shoe-in for the playoffs, Chantel, 8-2. and two, in, in one of How our leagues. How dare she be eight uh, She's two. killing. She's in first place overall. And so she's going to make the playoffs, right? So you have to start looking at, okay, start looking past regular season. Stop caring about week 13. 14, 15, and 16, your playoff weeks. <coughs> Excuse me. 
start looking at the matchups that your best players have in those weeks. You don't want to get into the playoffs and run. This is just an example. Uh, Antonio Brown out there against the Jacksonville Jaguars defense because you didn't realize that's who they were playing in week 15. Mm -hmm. You have to know what those playoff matchups are because that's the difference between you making the Super Bowl and you being the first place team who goes out in the first round of the playoffs. Happened to me three times last season. So be very, very careful about your starts and sits and start even considering trading some of those big names for some other names who have better playoff schedules than your current roster does. Think about that. One of the ways to check that is you've got to check the D that they're playing. What is the D's ranking against the pass? What is the D's ranking against the tight end? What does the D give up against the quarterback or the wide receiver? So even though we don't, most leagues, you don't choose defensive players individually, you do want to see what the defense is ranking against your top players. Yep. Um, Definitely. So start looking at that now. We're going to dive into that. Like I said, more next week when I talk about the top players, I'm going to talk about their playoff matchups as well. So I'm predicting I'm going to pull off a winning streak this week. I'm going 3-0 and uh, this week. I still haven't even gone in the work week. I still haven't been able to do that. I've gone 5-1 and one was my best week. I want a 6-0 and week, especially yeah, leading I'm, up to the playoffs. I want, I want a 3-0 and week. I want to be 100 this I, I, I'm batting 100 this week. So hopefully the same will happen to you, whether you're in one league or a five yeah, or two yeah. or six like my co-host here. Um, may the odds be forever in your favor. Peace out.